0: crawl before you sprint. There's a lot of work that goes involved with in these things. And, um, you know, we started, this is our 11th year. I mean, the first year we did it, um, and, and again, you know, we, we chose Special Olympics. They didn't even know we were having the tournament for them, by the way. Wow. We just did a tournament. I don't really think we, um, we might have had 24-somes and we had a couple sponsors. And I think we made like, we cleared like $17,000 and, you know, in change. And we called the folks at Special Olympics because we knew them and we had lunch and we handed them a check and they're like, what's this for? It's like, well, we had a golf tournament with all of our friends and our partners. And and this is for you. We want to help, we want to give back. And, and it started a, a you know, beautiful relationship with Special Olympics here in Chicago that, you know, today, you know, this is the first year like we've actually sold out everything, every sponsor, for every force. And we actually had extra people calling us after the last minute, we had to make room for them. Um, and it'll be magical. I think, you know, if everything goes well, depending on how, how generous people are with the raffle on the course, you know, you're know, you looking 50 to $60,000 cleared for just for the tournament today and, um, and maybe more.
1: Welcome to All Things Parking with Danny and John, and I'm John Conway.
2: And I'm Danny Crane. If you want to know what is happening in the industry, meet the who's who, and learn about technology and innovations happening in parking and mobility, you're in the right place.
1: There's tons of things happening in the parking and mobility space on this show. We will dive into controversies. We will dive into topics and introduce technologies, the leaders, and the ideas that are shaping the future of the mobility space.
2: We love the parking industry and can't wait to bring you incredible conversations about all things parking. To check out our episodes, head to www.parkingtalk.com. Your parking talk starts here on all things parking.
1: And before we get started, I just wanted to give a quick disclaimer. Everything you hear on the show is Danny and my opinion, our opinions only. So I would encourage you to listen to the show, develop your own ideas and thoughts, and of course, listen at your own risk. And again, thank you for joining us, all things parking with Danny and John. Let's dive in. Okay, welcome back to All Things Parking, and um, we're here at the uh, <clears throat> Laz Charity Golf Tournament for Chicago Special Olympics. And Danny Crane, why don't you tell us where you're at? Because you're not here.
2: <laughs> we're we're not all in Chicago, but I am currently in Italy um, on a, on a big birthday trip, but um definitely this wanted to make this a priority so thank you guys for also tony thank you for taking the time to uh to do this with us today I, we really appreciate it
1: yeah so we have uh tony de here who is chicago based with last barking uh senior vice president and he has been running this golf
0: tournament for charity for a long time yeah well thank you both for uh, having me I'm excited to do this and uh Glad that you guys are doing all great things in the podcast world and bringing parking to the, to, the, to the masses. And John and I are sitting here in, like we said, rainy Chicago, and Danny's sitting in the beautiful Amalfi Coast. So, God bless technology.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so, Tony, this is um, the 11th annual uh, golf charity tournament. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about um, the charity, the history of the, the tournament and, and how you got to your 11th year. First which is amazing. Congratulations.
1: Yeah. Congratulations. Thank but you very first, much. Uh, Hey, Danny, I, I want to hear how he's got into parking and what he's telling his parents. He
0: does. Well, oh, oh.
2: <laughs> can we also, we also have to say Tony.
3: Yeah.
0: We, there, we, we, there's Tony a special connection here. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I would say that the, you know, I'm, from a little town in Western New Mexico, Gallup, New Mexico, which most people fly through on I-40, they don't stop. And uh, randomly, I think I was sitting in Denver with you, John, and we're talking and mentioned New Mexico and the person some of the people at the table turned and said, I'm from New Mexico. And it was Danny Crane. And we found out that not only is she from New Mexico, but from the same hometown. And uh, she grew up, what? um, seven houses away from where i grew up oh my god that (laughs) is so cool yeah yeah, we go right right
2: down the street
0: gallop new mexico pumping out parking (laughs) executives since uh (laughs) 1976 so boy man that's a that's quite a story i actually i I just
1: realized we did talk about that (laughs) danny and and, uh tony right
0: in the same town that's pretty cool
1: But uh, so, you know, what do
0: you tell your parents? Well, yeah, I got into parking like everybody else did. We all went to college and got a PhD in parking. No, um, no, I was uh, <laughs> I was, uh, you know, I grew up in New Mexico, um, school in Colorado, moved to the East Coast to get my MBA, um, and decided I wanted to work in sports, and ended up working for Boston College in the athletic department, doing game facility operations, and um, my first you know, introduction to parking in Laz was a BC home football game two o'clock in the morning when I met uh, Jeff Karp and Mark Lutwack as they were setting up uh, parking barricades. and uh, you know I didn't really you know fall in love with parking, but I fell in love with those guys. Um, the way that they treated their people, the way they came about their business, the way they handled themselves and uh, sports is great, but you know at BC I was making thousand dollars a month in Boston trying to make things work and I needed to make a change and my boss had told me, well maybe you should talk to the guys at Laz. So I reached out to Jeff Carp and had a conversation and he said, yep, got an opportunity for you. Um, so um, I told my parents back in New Mexico that I was gonna go work for a parking company. And my dad who was an athletic director and a high school football coach for 30 years was like, no man, you, stay the course, you, did all this, you made this commitment, stay in sports, stay the course. I'm like, no, I'm gonna go be a parking guy. Well, it was uh, Thanksgiving and we had Syracuse at home. So my, I couldn't travel so my parents came out and, uh, my, uh, my, my parents, I had to work for, um, a high school football game at the, at the stadium that day. So I gave them my keys to my car. I said, you know, go down, call Mav, go down, hang out for a few hours and I'll call you later and wipe we'll dinner. An hour later, my dad calls me and, he, and I'm like, Oh, something's wrong. Right. I go, is everything okay? He goes, Oh yeah, everything's fine. Everything's fine. He goes, Hey, I gotta ask you a question. He goes, uh, is that job, that parking company still available? And I was like, yeah, it is. I go, why? He goes, well, your mom and I just parked at the Ritz for an hour and paid $45 take the bleeping job. And so uh, I had to, you know, I don't know who, I don't know the year, so I'll take bleeping job. Yeah, Um, that's fine. uh, (laughs) And the rest is history. And I I took the job and uh, that was, you know, I started with Laz and it was uh, March 21st, 2005 in Boston, or in Boston, in Worcester, Mass. And so uh, I've been with him ever since and have moved around the country and ended up in Chicago in 2006. That's so cool. That's so cool. So, yeah. your your parents
1: encouraged you to be the parking manager. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> after $50 well, parking. Yeah, and the best
0: part was, you know, they were in New Mexico. There's not a lot of paid parking at the time. And every time my dad would go to Albuquerque, we had two locations in Albuquerque, he would wear his last parking shirts around. He'd send me pictures. Look at this parking lot. You guys think you're this one? He was all in. He was all in at that point. So. Yeah, that's
1: that's cool. Yeah. Um, So, tell us about. So Laz has a lot of charitable organizations. I know. uh, You know. I've been at the annual meeting. Mm -hmm. I've seen the way Alan loves to raise money, and he does a great job. And it seems to, in my opinion. Laz doesn't just walk the walk when it comes. Some people say, oh, well, yeah, we're going to write a check. We're going to donate. But you guys really take it to another level. So yeah. when we're talking about a tournament like this and raising money for such a good cause, there's a lot of work involved, right? I mean, uh, that's there's a ton about, of work.
0: Yeah. So it's, so you, you, it's funny you say that because um, one of one of uh, our, our guys from Texas, Jason Groen, here. And Jason's been saying they want to get a, a, a golf tournament started down in Texas. And it's like, dude crawl before you sprint. There's a lot of work that goes involved with these things. And, um, you know, we started, this is our 11th year. I remember the first year we did it. Um, and, and again, you know, we, we chose Special Olympics. They didn't even know we were having the tournament for them, by the way. Wow. We just did a tournament. I don't even think we, uh, we might've had 24-sums and we had a couple sponsors. And I think we made like, we cleared like $17,000 and, you know, in change. And we called the folks at Special Olympics because we knew them. And we had lunch and we handed them a check and they're like, what's this for? I was like, well, we had a golf tournament with all of our friends and our partners. And and this is for you. We want to help. We want to give back. And it started a you know, beautiful relationship with Special Olympics here in Chicago that, you know, today, you know, this is the first year like we've actually sold out everything, every sponsor, for every force. And we actually had extra people calling us after the last minute. We had to make room for them. Um, and it'll be magical. I think, you know, if everything goes well, depending on how, how generous people are with the raffle on the course, you know, you're looking 50 to $60,000 cleared for just for the tournament today. And, um, and maybe more. Wow. So that's
2: incredible. That is
0: incredible. So fifty thousand dollars,
1: but again, as I said, you guys put in a lot of. There's a lot of work. I've been here since six o'clock this morning, watching your team, you know, set up, running around, doing
0: things, and you know, most people don't realize there's there's a lot of work. We're very. Here's the thing, too. You talked about Laz a little bit about you know charitable and charitable giving. You know, those that know Alan Lazowski, he's 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 very much about you know the power of people and, and the love of people and um we made it we made a decision as a company it's been about 13 years ago we always donated money donated time but we created the last charitable foundation because it was like well we need to probably organize this a little bit better and you know we had five different individuals in our company do presentations on which charities which national charities should we choose and we only listened to one it was special olympics um, one of our one of our and he's not with us anymore but one of our um you know brothers they talked about his son who had special needs and the power of special olympics what it means to families and it means to, you know, giving, giving, you know, every, um, every person a chance in, 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 to, to be successful. And as a company, we bought in. And so that's why we we chose Special Olympics here in Chicago. And I didn't know that at the time, but it was founded here in Chicago. So, oh, wow. um, you okay. know, um, her, her name is Ann Burke. She's actually a Supreme Court Justice here in the state of Illinois now. But she was a special education teacher for the Chicago Park District who came up with this concept. And she went to eunice kennedy and she said i'll get the money you organize it so the former mayor Daly, um when i think he was an attorney general at the time was driving the buses and moving kids around to the very first special olympics that was held at special olympics or at soldier field and you know now they're in 175 countries you know tens of thousands of athletes impacted and you know in it's that power of giving back and i think one of the things that we realize especially you talk about like why we do it I think two things. Number one, we want to be good corporate citizens. You know, I think back to my education about, you know, you know, business, business ethics and the power of having to give back. And, you know, we may not be from Chicago, but we want to be from here. We want to invest in our communities. Um, and money's one thing, but time's another thing. So, you know, you know, giving time, giving money and, and not just doing it once, but doing it consistently. And I think that, you know, when we look at the, you know, our, our company and, and the value place on people, our employees see that as an opportunity to get involved because it, it, it impacts them as well. So, uh, that's what makes things awesome. And it makes us fun. It's not a job. This is something that we want to do and we want to make it bigger and we want to make it better. And, you know, people like you, John, who've, you know, for three years now stepped in to be the naming sponsor and our partners, like we sell this thing out. The sponsorships are sold like the week after people are like I'm in for next year because you know, you know, we've got good people and everybody wants to contribute. So, that's what it's all about. Yeah, so I I you know, we've been participating for 3 years,
1: bring the team down. Yeah. It's a good time. Um I think what's great, you know, each year, first of all, each year that I've been here, it's gotten better and better. <laughs> um but I love the you know, when we go off from the tournament and there's there's the national anthem. Yeah. Sung by, you know, one of the special Olympic athletes Fun. and it's just It's a, it's incredible. And so, um, the, so the moment that you guys, you know, when the, when the dust settles and the tournament's over, um, what do you guys do? Tell us, I mean, what's the, when, when you get the check, is there like a moment where you bring the check or. Yeah. You know what?
0: We don't, we don't need a lot of pomp and circumstance. So we, um, we literally, we wait, we have to get all the bills paid and then we call our home office and they say, here's what the net is. And. They literally send us a check <laughs> right? and we call, uh, and um, the, the folks that we work with the Special Olympics, I've, I've actually, they actually asked me part be part of the board. So I've been on the board of Special Olympics Chicago now the last couple of years. Oh, that's, we'll call them and be like, all right, let's go to lunch. Right. We'll sit there at lunch and we'll, you know, just catch up on things and we'll hand him an envelope and we'll open, give him a hug and say, thank you. And we can't wait for next year. So there's no, you know, we don't need any photo credit and like that, right. just, just, you know, just that's it. And then, you know, there's a lot of work gets involved here. Um, you you you, might, you see the team that's running around here, very fortunate. Uh you know, McKenzie, Albertson, uh, Jordan Rattu, Kevin O'Hara, Marlon J. You know, the, these are people that are, you know if committed. We're on a call every week and we start usually around March, you know, February to start working on things. They're the ones making it all happen. Wow. Um, so
1: so you end. So the tournament's in September, and you start working on it in February. That's yeah. in, that's it's, like like I said. There's so much work that goes into something like this to be able is. to pull oh, yeah. off <laughs> what what you guys pull off. I mean, when you get here, it's yeah. it's it's, uh, it's
0: you you can totally see yeah. it. So well, I think what's been great is the first year we did it. Uh, and can I can tell you something. I, also, I love about this event is. You know, we we open it up to you know we have clients that come in. I have clients that fly in from other other cities to be here. We have people from Las that are here from all over the country this year, which is great. We have mm-hmm. you know you know partners and vendors that we work with all over the country. We also have some of our competitors um, right. every year that play in the event. And you know it's like people you know our business is like you can be competitors, but we're all friends. Right. You know and you know it's the power of human connectedness, and they come and it's really cool to see that we all lean in and you know, they've been here every year, you know, we see them out there. So yeah. it's great. Um, you so we know can, what? We
2: can all, we can all be competitors, but at the same time when we have a great cause to show up for, yeah. that's what brings us all together. And I think that that's what's wonderful about our industry is that we all can come together no matter, no matter what.
0: I agree. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think, I mean, Danny, if I have shared that on other shows, you know, um, Wild Turkey Wednesday, all kinds of things that we've talked about, where competitors would get together, and and, and what a great moment for competitors to get together yeah. for a good cause. Absolutely. So, 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 um, so what other charities? Because I know, I mean, yeah. again, as I said at the at the last annual meeting, it was amazing to see. Probably within ten minutes, I think Al raised like a hundred thousand for. Yeah. Um, I think it was some children. There was yeah, Doctor uh,
0: Bill Nowak. Yeah. In,
1: in Ukraine, uh, yeah. who was going over and, and doing uh, procedures for children that that's were right. injured during the yeah. bombings.
0: Yeah. So, you know, if you think about Laz's reach, we we've actually, you know, tried to, you know, put our, our arms around to say, you know, you know, how impactful have we been. And if you look back to when we started the Laz Charitable Foundation and just the money that's been raised and donated to the foundation since its inception, it's in it's in excess of 10 million dollars. Wow. Um, and those are going to national charities of choice. There's also going to local charities. And, um, you know, And, and I'll, I'll answer your question in a second about some of other charities. But, you know, we we have a theme this year that is uh, create opportunity, create unity as a company with the thought process that we want to give every opportunity to our employees to really enjoy their professional life. And creating opportunity doesn't mean they become the next CEO of Lads. It means, hey, if we want to you know sponsor, you know, um, a school or a charity in your neighborhood or we want to do something through work. And. That way people can really, you know, lean in where they can. And we feel like by creating those, you know, that, that array of opportunities to get involved, it creates unity in our company. Right. And when it comes to charity, we, you know, we, when we talk to our teams, we ask them like, hey, who who can we help? So, you know, nation, nationally, you know, you've got, you know, Special Olympics, of course, there's an organization called 10 by 3 run by uh, an amazing, beautiful woman, uh, Teresa Carrington in St. Louis. And what she does is. She has gone into um, villages in Africa and now she's in probably, I think four or five countries and she finds these villages that live in poverty and she helps them. They, they have a craft. They, they can make baskets. They, make, they can make goods, but they were getting, um, they were getting cheated on wow. the they, they, they People would buy them for a dime and they'd come to the United States and sell them for 50 bucks. So what she does is she has created a program. You have to opt into the program to get into the program. You have such a period of time she buys, she buys their baskets at a fair price. She brings them to America, she sells them and there's a cool story connected to the baskets, but then her program, you can only be in the program so long because the money you raise, you then have to take the money and invest into three other businesses so that you basically become a, a self-sustaining and invest back into your villages. And so it's 10, so it's called 10 by three and she's had impact on people's lives and you know she's an impact in my life she's amazing i've got to visit her 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 store down in in st louis and she continues to go around the world and we raised money for her and her cause and we did one year one of the things it wasn't even helping these 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 villages and and these people go kind of get on their feet it was there's a village that doesn't have a school they have this 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 building there's no windows that when it rains it floods they can't go to school so Laz built them a school wow we raised the money built them the school Give them the desk so now rain or shine these kids can go to school and get educated in the videos let's first of all I'm a, I'm a big i'm a big softy john Danny. Right. i cry a lot um i'm okay with that yeah and uh you see this stuff and i just just the, the tears start streaming so that that's one of the organizations we support um nationally and internationally you know dr bill nowak um he's a, an unsung hero he doesn't again you don't hear about this guy and he literally has a team of private doctors and physicians and he travels into war-torn countries And he does um, emergency heart surgery, I believe, on children who can't get access to care. No cost. He does it himself. He tries to get people in. in, And when we raised the money, he was going into Ukraine. Yeah. And we raised, you know, 150. I think we had to probably raise a couple hundred grand when it was all said and done. And it went straight to him. And we talked to him. And he said, with the funds, we were able to save 10 10 children's lives. So, you know, it's the the impact that uh, the company does. And what's amazing is, you know, again, it's the power of human connectedness. It's not one person that's doing it. It's everybody's doing it. It's like if you can donate $10,000, God bless. If you can donate $10, God bless, it doesn't matter. Right. It's everybody being in the same boat, rowing the same direction and having an impact.
1: And that's why I wanted to yeah. do That's why I thought doing the show from this tournament was so important because, again, you know, it's not like... I don't, I don't see Laz around the country walking around wanting to be, you know, in the spotlight showed, you know, we're doing this, we're doing that for charity. But when you're on the outside, like I am looking in, um, you can see a difference, um, you know, and it's not a bunch of people walking around, taking a photo, dropping a check. I mean, it's people actually working. Um, and so it's incredible. It's incredible. And I, and this Particular tournament is just a a snapshot. I'm sure, uh, at least from what I've seen. So it's kind of like you know, Laz walks the walk when it comes to
0: raising money and and charity. Can I can I tell you something too? This is something I'm really I'm really proud of our team for um, because you can always raise funds and and donate money, but you know I think time is another thing that you you know that is very valuable to us as individuals. And if you give your time, as long as it's meaningful, I think you can have a massive impact. And we had done. um, some surveys at the end of the year of like what we can do as a company to be better. And, you know, one of the things that came out was, you know, we, we do stuff like this outing and we do, you know, charitable, you know, things are all over the place, you know, not on a whim, but you know, we'll, we'll support this. We'll support that. And, uh, as leaders here in the Midwest, we said, let's put our heads together. And, and Todd Rosen, who's one of our great leaders took and worked with Mackenzie Albertson and a few team and came up with this concept, which we're doing next Wednesday, the 12th, the 12th, next Tuesday. Um, we're calling it the Midwest Midwest Day of Giving. And each uh, general manager, each RVP, each market, um, the goal is we're, cut, we're taking a cut of our days, you know, four to eight hours. And we're all at the same time going around the Midwest and we're going to be supporting various charities. So next week I'm going to be in Cincinnati with our team and we're going to go to the Ronald McDonald House and spend four hours. This
1: episode of the All Things Parking Podcast with Danny and John is brought to you by The Parking Whisperer. The Parking Whisperer is a group of friends we have known for quite some time. The Parking Whisperer was what today we would call a side hustle, but has expanded to a full time, standalone, operational consulting company since 2017. The Parking Whisperer is a unique operational consultant, meaning they find ways to improve things in existing or planned operations. They happily work without operators or with operators and all kinds of technology specializing in improving net revenue and customer service scores. Their average net improvement to your bottom line is 21%. Their consulting fee ROI, return on investment, typically is recovered in about 90 days. Yes, that's right, 90 days. Their CEO, John Oglesby, leads every project, large or small. The first hour is always complimentary. If you want to see a 21% boost to your bottom line or just need help with your technology or other parking operational needs, look no further at our friends, the Parking Whisperer at ParkingWhisperer.com.
0: Just donating our time and spending time with those families and you know or you know either serving meals or hanging out with the kids that are there recovering and just giving our time to help those that need a little uh need a little love right we're gonna yeah. do, and we're gonna do it as a as an aligned team across the midwest and you know at the end of the day there's no there's no pictures in in, in you notoriety know, and it's just a high five and like job well done right I,
1: I again you know when you come to a place like this and you see you know all you can see the effort that's gone into it and it's just thank you very much yeah, i mean yeah. it's uh yeah yeah um you know there's other things too um i mean in in being at the last annual you know the, the family reunion um there, there's other stories within the organization you guys really give people yeah. Opportunities. Why don't you tell, you know, just the I know there's probably so many, but there's so many good stories. And I think each year you guys highlight some of those stories, right?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, just in general, like people internal in on the organization or external, I mean, there's, there's amazing stories in the organization. And even a couple of the guys that are here, uh, um, there's what, I saw one gentleman outside who was setting up some the snacks and I don't know if the other guy's going to be here, but you know, when I opened the office here in Chicago in 2006, um, the first two guys that I hired are still with us: um, Bertram Clark and, Heather, and Hector Barbosa. When Hector was at the Millennium Garages, he was basically working in there as one of our like lead maintenance guys, porters. He's now the general manager of Chicago Parking Meters, which is you know arguably That's, one of the biggest and most complex on street parking systems in the country. That's amazing. Um, and then, you know, Bertram Clark was an assistant manager and he's one of our senior project managers in Chicago. And, you know, those guys bleed the last blue and they do great things and they have an impact. And, um, you know, I'm just proud of them. I'm proud that, uh, you know, I get to work. i have them as part of my life. So, you know, those are that's just a couple of stories to see here. But everyone's got a story, you know, that you walk around the, the, the ranks here. Um, but, yeah, you know, as it relates to like the, the outreach and, and the charitable giving around the country, some of the cool things that we do, our, our guys and girls in California, they do a big golf outing for special Olympics. But they also do a big um, plane pull where they raise money, and they go out there and they'll pull a seven forty seven so far, and they raise money that way. And we've done tough mutters. Steve Gresh and his teams in the in Ohio did a bunch of tough mutters to raise money that way. And um, you know, golf tournaments are you know a great easy way to do things um, Denver, we always with the Denver Broncos right around Thanksgiving, we'll, uh, our team will donate a couple of days and sit there in the cold weather and hand out, you know, Thanksgiving in a box meals. to Those who are unfortunately don't have the means to buy a meal. We'll, we'll donate the meals to them. Right. Um, we, you know, one of the things I think is really cool. Like you know, I, I, I have a, you know, my Midwest team here, we meet twice a year and kind of strategically to go through, you know, mid-year and into your planning and, we looked at the agenda. We spent two, two and a half days together and we purposefully added the extra half a day to where wherever market we're in, we give back to the regions. So like in Denver, Denver rescue mission, we'll go serve meals and donate some cash to them. You know? So, um, you know, we were at the you know, Cleveland food bank for a day, you know, packing meals for our senior citizens who, you know, you know, Depend on that meal each day to come and be showed up. So, yeah, there's just a variety of ways we give back. Yeah, uh,
1: again, I think uh, I think it starts internally, though, right? Yeah. You guys have a culture that's, uh, yeah. it, it seems, employees first. You know, if I had to, if I had to, vision it, you know, sitting. I, I vision you guys sitting in a conference room with your, probably, you know, your line employees sitting at the conference table with the leaders sitting around the table,
0: right? It, 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 the way we look at it, it it's a, uh, it's the upside down triangle. It's, it's true servant leadership. Um, and the views, the vision we have is, you know, we're not a parking company. Um, you know, we're not a tech company. We, we're, we're a people company, right? We just happen to park cars and I think we do a pretty good job of it. And you, you know, we're doing other stuff out there too. Um, but the the mindset is, is, you know, traditional organizations are a pyramid. You know, the CEO sits at the top and everybody's, and everything flows downhill, if you will, you know, and a pyramid, you know, can't, can't fall over the way it's, it's structured. So we take the pyramid and we turn it on at the top. So it's actually an upside down pyramid and the CEO is at the bottom and the most important people are, you know, are at the top. Those are our frontliners, And if you think about that, if you're not fully aligned from the CEO to the front line, if you're not communicating, if you're not sharing love, if not everybody's in the same page, you're going to fall. You're going to break. Right? right. And so it's it's true servant leadership, um, upside down pyramid. And, and listen, it does start with Alan Zawski and Mike Kuziak and Michael Harth and Jeff Carpenter. Those are the four founders. And you know this is this is and, it, and it even starts beyond that. You know, I think you know, a lot of people have heard the story about Alan's parents. You know, and the love and the give back and the and alan talks about the power of human connectedness right and you know yep. if we run an organization and we put people at at, at the top and in every perfect no we make mistakes but we correct them and we're always focused on doing right for people right and if you do that you know and you give you get back tenfold and people will be there forever and, the, and they'll gut it through you and you'll have 20-year careers with the company and they'll do amazing things but well, we had this aha moment probably about five six years ago, and everybody was always relying on Alan or Coos or, or J.K. or Michael to be the ones to come in and rally the team and bring in the mojo and then leave and then you know and then we would you know, you know do our thing and we created a theme that you're called own the mojo. In the reality of that hey we're we we can not rely on four people. And I looked at myself in the mirror and my colleagues I'm like it's our job, right? right. And then you know the guys that, and the girls that work with me it's like it's their jobs. So it's like it's our jobs to do this. We know what it is. We know what it feels like to be part of it. I mean, I've, I could tell you some stories of the impact that this company's had on me and why I've been here for 20 years. I'm not going anywhere. Like this, the, the, when, you know, when my father got sick and what they did and how the company showed up, I am like, I've never felt that way and that much appreciation from an organization. And you know, it does, does make, you know, your work life enjoyable. Right. Um, so I think it's kind of cool.
1: Um, and again, when you're, when you guys are, when you, ha, your, your, your charitable foundation is so powerful and, and, and you can see that it comes from a culture within, yep. uh, from the last employees and back to what I said. I mean, you guys are pretty courageous because sometimes, you know, some of these stories that I've heard over the years, you take chances on. Yeah. You know, you you lift people literally off the street and give them a job, right? So yeah. I think well, there's a yeah, there's was, a story with the Laz headquarters and the Doorman, right? Yeah.
0: Well, we um in uh, in Hartford, um we 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 started it. We've actually done it in a couple other markets, but it's a it's a second chance program where um we have a couple of great leaders, uh, Willie Cordero, um, Patrice Howell, who have been with Laz a long time, and you know Willie's got an amazing story of. You know, he was he, as he calls himself. He was the, uh, the the head street pharmacist for a while in his life, right? <laughs> and um, he and Laz helped him find find his true calling and help him, you know, get on the right track. And Jim Marzi, and the leader, if you guys don't know Jim Marzi, he's one of the best people you ever meet in your entire life. I love Jimmy to death. Love you, Jimmy. Um, Jimmy took him under his wing and Patrice and helped him. And he saw the power of what you know, he, he he told. He tells the story. If it wasn't for Laz, I'd be dead. Wow, And now he's one of our great leaders and he, you know, he's a preacher in his church and what they've done is they've reached out to um, one of the, I think it's one of the prisons there in in Hartford and identified, you know, incarcerated people who, you know, made a bad choice and we've worked with them. And as they've, you know, been released, we've given people a second chance. Right. And they've come to work for us. And, you know, listen, I'd love to say we've had a hundred percent success. There's been a few that didn't quite make it, but I'd say you're probably 85% success of people figuring it out, getting their light back on, seeing the light. And, um, and they're still with us and they're doing amazing things. And now they're the, they're the ones saying, "Hey, I want to help other people." Right, and again, and, power of human connectedness, and that gets
1: back to uh, right. That gets back to what I was what I was saying. Uh, you know, the theme of this, um, you know, is kind of walk the walk, right? Yep. And so, you know, if you're an organization and you're actually outreaching to prisons to hire people, that's walking the walk, right? Yeah. Giving people a second yeah. chance, a chance. Yeah. and uh, and I I think it's great. And again, yeah. I've I've been you know going to the the annual meetings for several <laughs> years now and some of the stories it's just uh, it's amazing to me it is, so, it, is. is it is it? It's,
2: it's incredible to be a part of an industry where companies like Laz will participate in the second chance program where there are other companies not just necessarily in our industry but don't even think twice right about it and they don't they're they're like no like prison uh, you know, you, you have a history. Absolutely not. So this is wonderful to, yeah. to hear.
0: Yeah. I mean, listen, people are people. Sometimes they just need a hand and, yeah. uh, you know, unfortunately, you know, and I think that's part of the, the charitable pieces there. You know, there's a lot of people that need to need some support. And, you know, we feel fortunate that, you know, be working for a company and, you know, with people where we are fortunate, it's like, we feel like it's our obligation to help. Right. So, um, in, mm-hmm. you know, as, 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 as Al says, you've when you give, you get back tenfold, and you get people to come back, and they make they make the magic happen, man. So. Right. So, uh,
1: what's yeah, on what's
2: wonderful.
1: what's on the horizon for for the golf tournament? Are we? I know. I know. We just uh, you switched courses uh, yeah. like a couple of years ago, right? So
0: yeah. So we. This is our third course. And by the way, um, I mean, I like to golf. I'm not a great golfer, but I like to golf. I'm a social golfer, John. Right. Um, <laughs> and. This is my favorite. Cantini is my favorite uh, public golf course, probably in everywhere I played, especially in the Chicagoland. The, the people out here are fantastic. The grant, the story about the, the the lands out here, they were donated. They were, I think, I, I, think, I don't know if the story is right, but they were owned by, I think it was the editor of the Tribune way back in the day. And they donated the lands and there's this beautiful golf course. And then next to it, this beautiful public lands with old buildings and you know, there's peacocks walking around. It's beautiful out here. Um, but, you know, we started out in a place called Glen Eagles because it was the one that, the only course that we could afford <laughs> when we started. Right. <laughs> and, you know, again, with voice of, you know, how do we make it better? And everybody had said, this was a great course. They had some great food, but they had, you know, great course. It was fun. But they didn't have a range. So we moved to Silver Lakes Country Club because they had a range. And they we just- Got to have a range. Got to have a range. Got to have Gotta a range. range. Right, Danny? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah, you yeah.
0: gotta have a range. Well, and, and, and <laughs> it allowed us to create the range sponsors. We actually raise money too by having the range. I but, need, a, I need a range, Danny. <laughs> that's, that's where I,
2: that's where I would be. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but we, we, we decided for the tenth because this is our eleventh year. It's our twelfth year, but we skipped COVID, unfortunately. We we got right back on the horse in twenty twenty one or twenty twenty two. I don't remember, but we said for our tenth, we got to go bigger and we had called out here and just miraculously they had a, a a day in september that worked for us last year It was a little bit later we booked it and every the feedback from everybody was like wow what an amazing experience amazing course and you know every year we try to do something a little different um we have our our, our team in from chicago from hartford our videographer and drones so are gonna be doing some drone footage and some different videos just to kind of you know document the event we have some different fun things on the course and different swag and you know, it's all good, man. These these cool hats are going to be given out. we brings another cool last hat, so always there, need a cool last. Is, is, uh, is there a PRS you bring, logo you on it? Bring me <laughs> some stuff back. Well, th- th- there's. So we have there's the last hats, but we also rather than giving out shirts and everything, we did uh, Yeti Ramblers this year that have the PRS logos on them. Nice. So we'll have those for the cocktail hour afterwards. So uh, if I don't
2: get one, John, I'm going to be upset. I
0: will. Br- I will
1: bring you back you one, gotta, Danny. What am I getting from I Italy? Get- yeah, oh. come on.
2: Oh, don't worry oh look at her you'll, uh, both uh, your, <laughs> you, you'll both get your 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 gift at a M- MPA, right NPA there you go. And, and I forgot <laughs> to mention
1: you know because we've done a we've done a show on my birthday it's somebody else's birthday happy birthday Danny. Saying, happy birthday Danny
2: thank you I appreciate that thank you
1: yeah. it's a special day
2: but also also I'll still bring you something back even though it's my birthday don't worry <laughs> well we I I I'm very charitable too. I, I love to give back.
1: <laughs> I love it. So, so uh, this is a public course. I thought this, this is was, a public course.
0: Wow. Yeah. Can I it's, tell you the coolest thing about it's this? course?
1: Beautiful. Like I thought it was a private country no, club. This is
0: a public course. And what's great about it is people always tell me, you know, the learning academy, the teaching academy is great. And they go, and it's great for kids. So, um, you know, I was out here years ago and I was asking, I went down to the learning academy. I'm like, so where, do, where did the kids go? They go, well, they go to the kids course. I'm like, where's the kids course? I go, well, you go out the gates and to the left. So I did. There's another golf course over here. It's called youth links and it's designed only for kids. So if I wanted to book a tee time, take my kids out there, I wouldn't be allowed to go. My son could call and book a tee time and bring me as his guest. So is that a, it's shorter.
1: It, it, yeah, the whole thing Okay, wrote. Danny, I'm I'm golfing on the kids course today. <laughs> 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 and I'm gonna come in Thank with you. a hell of a score. You watch. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to look
2: at those scores later. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna
1: win the tournament. Yeah, <laughs> oh wait. Caveat, I was There's, on the kids course. <laughs> John,
0: I've played with you. I still don't think you're gonna win, so <laughs> I know. I don't There's have a John, chance. So that
2: next year next year what we'll do is we'll sponsor the kids course. That's that's our goal, there go. Tony. There you go
1: sponsor the kids
0: the john and danny show uh the kids course at the youth links yeah yeah Yeah. that's pretty cool they do here so yeah yeah we know this is a great place this is is one of the storied golf courses here in chicago so and it's close to my house too so i can drive home fast easy
2: you don't have to wake up as early
0: yeah are you are you north or south um e- east of here east of here yeah, okay and in elmhurst so so, bef- so where the tournament was before that was pretty far away right well i moved during COVID, so when i lived in burr ridge it was closed <laughs> i might choose the places strategically to like where my how close i am to my house so <laughs> right yeah i mean that's part of the that's part of the the, the, the um bonus of being able to, to do that so.
1: So, at, so so so
0: yeah go ahead danny
2: so, yeah tony i was you know this is what your second year at this golf course yep do you think next year you guys will you'll you'll still run the same course no pun intended but for next year the third year and then do you ever see yourself changing in the future or is this the future of of the last charity golf golf tournament
0: yeah so i don't see us leaving anytime soon um what we typically do is we'll ask the people that play in the in the outing hey what'd you think we will get a feedback and if you know if people don't like the course or it gets stale or something changes then we'll we'll move it but um again this is one of the one of the better run places here so I decked out that being the case so I, I see it as being here for the foreseeable future so and again, the, the, the staff and the people out here have been so accommodating. They do an, an outstanding job, so um, we'd yeah. love to support them. So I think we're going to make sure that uh, you know there's a waiting list for
1: years to come. Hey, so yeah. your, your sponsor board is pretty full. Yeah. So I think we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna double that thing.
0: Well, you know, each year we add a few extra things, and um, this year, like typically, there's always one or two things, maybe a whole didn't sell or this didn't sell, and this year everything sold out. We were on our call, and they're like. Everything sold. And I'm like everything. They go, yeah. We actually have people asking for foursomes, and we try not to like pack the teas because we want it to be enjoyable, right? So we had to tell people, sorry, we we don't have space this year. That. That
1: is great. Yeah. And you know what? Yeah. Uh, that, you know, for me, a business guy, that's, you know, I mean, obviously the goal is to raise as much money as you can for the charity. Yeah. And so that's opportunity yeah. the way I look
0: at it. Well, you know, so, I tell you, look, we play in all these tournaments, right? And I, I've played in a few that, you know, the foursomes are very expensive. So you have to budget for those. And yeah, you go there, it's a good experience. But it's like, it feels very, um um, um what's the look what I'm looking for? Just, it's the same thing. Plug and play, rinse and repeat. So we, we every year we look at it like we might raise the prices a little bit, but we still try to keep it where you know foursomes are affordable, you know sponsorships aren't too outrageous, um, but we try to like continue to give quality. You know breakfast, lunch, dinner. You know you know you know drinks on the course. You don't have to worry about this. Then we have the cocktail hour and lots of swag and give it back. So we we you know we want people to go wow that was value for the day, and then to sit back and go by the way we did this amazing thing. And it was part of this amazing thing, and you know, and it was a quality. It wasn't just another golf tournament. It was actually a very quality event. That's, our, that's what we strive for. So. Danny, did you hear that? There's a cocktail hour.
2: <laughs> which you can't wait to get to don't i know that
0: <laughs> not me no way <laughs> there's a Bloody mary bar too yeah <laughs> oh
2: um, so there's there's
1: also a there's also a raffle i you know I, I when i was setting up when we seth and i were setting up there's an incredible prizes too yeah like there's a lot of giveaways
0: yeah we so, uh, we get a lot of the stuff donated, um, but then we also take a, a chunk of the budget and we go and we try to buy as, you know, lots of cool gear as we can. I mean, the first couple of years we were handing out like, you know, folding chairs and stuff, right. that Chicago bears on it. I'm not a bears fan, by the way. Um, and we, and we just said, we got to, we got up it a little bit. So, you know, we spend some money. We try to buy kind of the cool stuff that people want now. And, I see some pretty heavy-duty grills over there. Grills, some Yetis, you know, uh, all kinds of different things. The Dan- Chicago Bears, like, we, we have some friends at the Bears, and um, I've known them for a long time. We'll send them a note, and they always send us an autograph, something, so there's some autograph gear over there. So, so Danny, maybe I'll win the raffle, and you'll get the uh, the grill. I'll give it to you for my birthday yeah absolutely <laughs> do, you, do you know that i'm re-gifting your birthday present <laughs> do, you, you know, and, do you know last year we, we had we had two of those um the, the blackstone flat top girls we had two of them in the raffle that's, and, that's and, amazing. and they were won by kendall and jake yeah. both appear both from <laughs> oh, denver that's from, so
2: funny! i know
0: so, so then we had to figure out how to
2: which i think get i think, think kendall's them. actually i think kendall sold hers to joe
0: Oh go. my God. Really? She sold yeah. it. Yeah. That's, it the
1: well, well, there's, I mean,
0: there's Kendall yeah. for you. Yeah. But, but but the thing is, is like, because there's some people that fly in, they're like, um, can you guys ship these to us? So I'm like, I'll tell you what, I'm going to go online and I'm going to order you one and ship it to your house. I'm going to return these two versus them. Oh yeah. To FedEx, that, so. I do remember something that like sense. that. That, that yeah. makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So. yeah. But you know, a lot, you know, again, we want it to be a quality event. You want people to walk out of here and say, wow, that was, that was good. We had a very memorable We got a lot of good stuff and, you know, I wanna come back next year, which is why we will send the note out um, a week or two after and say if anybody's interested in most of the sponsorships are already sold for 2024. People will say I'm in for next year. Well, if you like, got wow. if you got if you got room for the podcast, and I think Danny's already
1: committed us to a, some kind of sponsorship. So. Oh, there you go. I have.
2: Yeah, yeah that's, we, that's our goal. We're we're committing goals, but also giving back is is very important to me yeah. too. You know, I, I grew up doing it. I actually volunteer for the Denver Rescue as well. Tony yeah. out of Denver. Yeah. I'm a mentor. You know, I have. I'm a mentor. I have a mentee. I, I do the. You know, I usually try to um serve a meal on thanksgiving if i'm in town um so it's very important to me it is. so i have committed us to such so, to a great cause cause and i think that this is wonderful and yeah. um seeing that you know uh, such a big big company is so dedicated to giving back not only to their community like their local communities but as a whole i think yeah. that it's wonderful so it's awesome I, yeah, I mean if, if for next year 2024 any help that you guys need, I'm volunteering John and I to right. to to help just to help step up and, and step in. So I think
1: you should mark your calendar then. You're not going to Italy. Not at least not in That's September. Correct. Yeah
2: just let's not do it on september 7th <laughs> well
0: if we unless that's, listen,
2: a, unless
0: that's a running date <laughs> We maybe we could raise some money we'll find out we'll find the podcast sponsor for next year oh there we, go. Yeah. there we go uh, i think that's a wonderful yeah. idea so that's so great. there we go i like it
1: so anyways well tony thank you i know yeah. you're, you're busy thank you for coming uh and letting sharing some moment you know this moment with us and before the tournament and um you know again congratulations to you on the success of this uh ch- this charity and this tournament for 11 years it's uh it's amazing
0: so well, well, well thank you guys and that's it well, and again thank you both for first of all you know John, PRS, for always being here, being great partners in this event. Danny, thank you for being here and let me talk, you know, a little bit about what we do and why we do it. Um, I don't know, it it kind of makes uh, life sweet when you can uh, do it with friends and partners and we can all give back and look back at what we've done and that's what it's all about. So, uh, love you guys and thanks for being here. Love you too, man. Thank you, Tony. All right. Thank you. Good luck out there any day, guys. Thanks, Thanks, Danny. Enjoy your vacation. Bye
1: hey everyone danny and john here live from the chicago laz charity golf tournament we hope you enjoyed the conversation we had earlier today with tony who's been putting this tournament on for 11 years we also were able to capture a conversation with skinny from the chicago special olympics later in the day after we finished the golf tournament the interview really shows what this is all about I hope you enjoyed the 10-minute conversation talking about the importance of Special Olympics, and not just here in Chicago, but all around the world, and specifically the role that Laz plays here in Chicago. Okay, so uh, we're back here. We're still at the golf tournament. Uh, We interviewed uh, Tony DiPaolo uh, earlier today uh, for a special cause, the Laz uh, golf tournament in Chicago. That's been 11th annual for the Chicago special Olympics. And we have with us, uh, James skinny Sheehan. Correct. Yep. Yes. And, uh, he represents uh special Olympics of Col- of, uh, of Illinois or Chicago. And, uh, you know, uh, skinny, um, this is, you know, we've been participating in this as a sponsor for the last, uh, probably three or four years and just wanted to get your perspective on how you, you know, cause Laz is a, Laz is a, a special organization that, you know, uh, raises a lot of money for charities across the country. And so, uh, on the other side of it, this event that your organization benefits wanted to get kind of how you, uh, met Laz uh, and Tony and the group and, and how this golf tournament has been going on for 11 years. And it's a, uh, such a successful tournament. I mean, I've watched it for the last three or four years, get bigger and bigger.
4: That's for such a great cause. So. Yeah. You know, you know, uh, John, um, uh, I, I met Tony through uh, the mayor's office. I worked in the mayor's. I worked for mayor Daly for a very long time. And when they brought laws into to, or Laz and to do the parking the Chicago meters yeah. yeah it was so screwed up not them they fixed it and uh
1: everybody hear that Laz fixed it
4: <laughs> they did they took care of it I okay. mean you you know it was uh, and I remember I, I knew the people in the budget department the city it, it was ridiculous the, the parking in the city and they've really uh, done a lot of Upgrading and and done a great thing for the city of Chicago it's very important to the budget of the city. but in the meantime they're a great corporate partner and they've been involved with different groups and organizations but Tony dePaolo uh, I met Tony and uh, we we got together and we talked about Special Olympics in Chicago i'm I'm a board member there uh, I'm, I'm like the head of the development for Special Olympics in Chicago and Chicago is the city where Special Olympics began in 1968. And uh, we're all around the world now. And uh, the Shriver's, you right. know, Shriver, yep. President Kennedy's sister, was very influential, along with Mayor Daley and uh, Ann Burke from the city of Chicago. So it's grown. But we have, a you know, probably 4,000, 4,500 athletes in Chicago. And about 75% of them are below the poverty level. So we have a situation where what we do in Chicago, because of partners like Las, we are able to do these things in these difficult communities, you know, because we, you know, we transport them, we feed them, we get, get, we, we do the programs with the Chicago Park District and the Chicago Public Schools. We've got kind of a unique setup here in Chicago. We're very proud of what we do but we could never do what we do for these athletes without support from partners like Lodge. So So, that's,
1: so that's amazing because we talked earlier today, we did an interview with Tony, as you may or may not know this morning uh, with the podcast. And we do have a co-host who's in Italy, who is that did the show this morning, but it's unfortunately 2 AM. She's, She's the better part of the show, Uh, but she's in Italy sleeping, uh, unfortunately. But so, uh, you know, showing uh, this is what I I discussed with Tony earlier today. It's like Laz does all these charities and it's kind of like the, you know, the walk, the walk. Right. And most people don't realize uh, how much work actually goes into putting something like a tournament like this on and other things. And it's great to get your perspective to see on the other side what actually all that work and how it affects the people, so it's uh, well, I'm so glad and appreciative that you came
4: on. Yeah, well, Tony and, and the people from LAZ, First of all, this is fantastic golf course. It's like the number three golf course in the state of Illinois, and to have all these people come out and they have a great time, right? But they're raising something money for a really important cause, and. Tony and his staff are amazing. They leave nothing to chance. everything is so organized. he's got everybody out here everybody they come in from all around the country and they do a, you guys do a fabulous job. Yeah, we so, had a whole team our our team came in from Denver, our producers from
1: denver so um, yeah i mean i I love this this tournament i I loved the uh, nash we talked about the national anthem oh my gosh yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we talked about it this morning and then uh, and then and then today she belted what, it
4: out. What a national anthem. That <laughs> right. was! That was it was incredible. one of our athletes. Yeah, she was fabulous. And uh, we always have some athletes come out here. They love it. And we you know we have our, our staff come out and uh, but the people are very generous. And uh, and, and we I, the important thing that everybody has to know is we we would not be able to do the things we do in Chicago. And there's a lot of great charities and I'm not putting any charities down, but, you know, we, we would not be able to do all the good things that we do with the athletes in, in our situation. Special Olympics is extremely important because they, they come from real difficult situations. And then on top of it, they're special. You know what I mean? So it's, right. it's complicated, but this is great. And everybody has a great time here. They have so many, well, I've, just, I've never, I mean, this,
1: this tournament, I've, I've been to a lot of golf tournaments, but I, I mean, to go and you get breakfast, you get lunch, you get dinner. I mean, and the prizes are out of this world. unbelievable. So, so today, uh, Tony was, d- uh, telling us about, uh, you know, sold out so for those of you listening in the parking industry this is like a waiting list now if you right wanna, right if you want to come to chicago and and participate in the special olympics and this cause and this tournament uh get on the list
4: yes get out- <laughs> you get out of it early too because get out this, of it early this is the earliest they ever had it sold out but and um but it's a great time it's fun you don't have to be a great golf you can come out here and have a few laughs you know so so, do you have any
1: other? Does the Special Olympics of Chicago? Do you have other events with Laz?
4: Well, they help the us out with anything that we do. We, you know, we do a polar plunge, uh, where we have five or five thousand people jump into the lake. That's our biggest fundraiser. If, so that's we got to break the ice out of Lake Michigan. That's and like, when does that take place? It's the end of February, the beginning of March. Okay. So, so I'm ahead. a
1: New York Irish guy. Uh, from Lake George in upstate New York. So, uh, we have a polar plunge, uh, every year going to the lake and, uh, it's, uh, at the winter carnival and it's, uh, we don't, there's no, you know, it's not really a charity, but it's, uh, it's cold.
4: Yes, it is cold and it's
1: it worries yeah. a guy like me now i'm in my 50s so jumping into that cold water you never know what yeah, will happen. Well, right?
4: i'm in my 70s and your heart only stops for a couple minutes when you go under the water and then after that they usually can revive you you know what i mean right. <laughs> we'll have an thing. ambulance
1: standing by right so,
4: anyway but anytime we've asked for anything above and beyond the, the golf tournament tony well, that, and his crew have been great to well us.
1: that was kind of why we wanted our show here because Again, we kind of highlighted this morning. Laz is an organization. There's a lot of people that talk about charity, and they stand up, and they may write a check, but they're Laz actually walks the walk. Absolutely, yeah. And and the work again. I'll stress this because I stressed it earlier this morning. But the work on the work that goes into an event like this, it's uh, Tony was describing. It starts in February. They right. start February and March. They start planning, and so. It's so wonderful to see and the success and then to have you on to just to kind of describe to the viewers and the listeners of uh, of the effect that it has on the organization. That's great.
4: Well, it really has a big effect. And uh, like I said, there's a lot of good charities and I've worked with a lot of good charities through the city and stuff like that. But this is super. And we couldn't do what we we do without the help that we get from organizations like Glass. And it's. uh, it's a lot of fun. We try to have fun too. Well,
1: well that's great. And uh well, thanks thank Sheehan, you. for being on. And we talked Good. about this before, but my brother-in-law is a my sister is a Sheehan, so
4: Boston Sheehan. Yeah. They're probably related somewhere back <laughs> in Ireland, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I have eight brothers and sisters and uh it's a long story. And my dad has
1: 14 brothers and sisters. We're Conways from New York, so yeah. It's We're off. probably
4: somewhere along Absolutely. the line. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. It all goes back, you know. Well, thank you very much. Right. And thank, thank you for all your work. John, thank you yeah. so much. Absolutely. All right.
2: Thanks for listening to All Things Parking with Danny and John. We're so happy you joined us on the podcast and hope you'll stick around for future episodes.
0: We
1: love the parking industry. And more importantly, we love talking about all the crazy stuff happening in the parking and mobility space.
2: We hope you join us on the next episode of All Things Parking with Danny and John. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the podcast on YouTube and your favorite podcast app.
1: We will see you next time on All Things Parking with Danny and John. To make sure you don't miss an episode, head to www.parkingtalk.com.
3: This episode of the All Things Parking podcast with Danny and John is brought to you by PRRS The leading provider of parking data analytics. PRRS offers a fully customizable, automated 24 7 parking lot monitoring solution compatible with any facility and operation. Data collected by cameras placed on your property can be uploaded into an artificial intelligence aided interface called parkingcompliance.ai. The interface assembles quantitative reports on Parker behaviors, trends, and peak hours, which can be a tremendous help in creating data-driven financial plans or preparing for better ad hoc situations. You can access parkingcompliance.com on your smartphone and have live parking lot data at your fingertips anytime and anywhere. To find out more, visit parkingprs.com. That's parkingprs.com. PRRS, a new standard in compliance.